Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Gray's Academy. You have your two world-famous international heroes. My name is Carmen. My name is Kelsey, and it is a beautiful night for a podcast about Grey's Anatomy. It's true, and I want you to know, remember, was it... The episode that we just released today, so we're like we're like a week ahead, mm-hmm. where I had the epiphany of what Grey's Academy actually meant. Yeah, that was last week. Yeah, <laughs> I've been sitting with that for for this whole week, and I need you to know that you heard it here first, everyone. There are times that potentially I could be dumb, and that was a dumb moment of mine, potentially. Carmen is. Very, very intelligent and good at a lot of things, but he's also dumb. <laughs> and that's like what I love about him is I'm just like, he's dumb, but like, he's not stupid. You're not stupid. But no, I'm not stupid. Dumb. Sometimes I can be dumb. But like what you also but there was something are, else like, that happened very recently. Good at a lot of things. Death oh, and die, which I got really judgmental about and then got a couple messages of people being like, oh, I never realized that. And I was like, oh. Yeah, I that, that would- I don't know why I was like obviously that's what it is i don't know well, why. then shout out to everyone but that's <laughs> but that's why we have the gray's academy and you're the professor mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's true it's true you are the emperor palpatine to all of us well. darth vader's and darth maul's and <laughs> count dooku's what a what a metaphor but the thing is is you never die apparently all the rest of us we we eventually die you just come back for nine straight just movies suck the life force out of every being <laughs> I'm ever around, just for funsies. What uh, what uh, ice cream you eating over there? I have some Ben and Jerry's. Um, mm. I saw this. It was, excuse me, it was on sale at Target this week when I was oh, shopping. Yeah. And this, I haven't tried this one before. It's called Glamp Fire Trail Mix. Oh and yeah, that's good. That's good stuff. This is a hot take. I really like Rocky Road, and apparently that's like not something a lot of people like. And this is very similar to Rocky Road. Um, so that's why I got it. I don't think I've ever had a Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor that I didn't like. I don't yearn for all of them. Yeah. Like I don't long for Cherry Garcia, but if yeah, it's in I front of me, like I'm going to sit there and I can appreciate the flavor, right? I won't. I don't like cherries, really. Like in, oh, I like, in an ice cream. Also, I don't love cherries. I like being cherries. But I hate I could a just maraschino sit there. cherry. Hate oh, a maraschino cherry. Disgusting. I could just sit there and eat a whole jar of those. We we we've been really Marlo loves them too, so we've been on a a cherry kick over here in in our house. No, I like but right the now my cherries. my dose of fruit is coming from this bag of Skittles here. See, this episode of Gray's Academy is powered by just just going to have Skittles in the background. It's not sponsored by Skittles yet. Okay. Yeah. Skittles, call us. Come on the show. If you work at Skittles. <laughs> or Gatorade or Ben and Jerry's. Really, if you just work anywhere, let if us know. If you work at water, hit me up. You're my guy. Okay. Let's. Is, was there anything we needed to talk about before we started this episode? Uh, no, but I okay. do have a topic that I want to just talk about here. Okay. This fucking Grimace milkshake trend okay. video reel on Instagram. What? 
This is what is happening? To your algorithm. I had seen none of that until you. Like all. Did I you at least watch? Is, no. I well, the first one you sent me. The one then, where the, it, it exploded in the car. Yeah, and then all the okay. ones I see about Grimace are just people trying it and being like, "Oh yeah, it's like really sweet." No, there's there's. <laughs> did you? There's the one. Um, which it's the. The family. The family. Yeah, yeah. Did I send that one to you? Yeah. That was a lot. It, it's intense, actually. It was a little unsettling. Have you had the Grimace shake, though? I did. I got it today because of this fucking trend. Well, it's a plant. Someone from McDonald's I, started it. I got to <laughs> tell you, though, it was good. Although I was I was in the comment section for one of these videos, and some girl was like, oh, thank God, this is so much better than the Szechuan sauce. And I was like, you bite your tongue, woman. <laughs> like, nothing is better than the Szechuan sauce. Bring it back. Um, so how was it? It was good. It was good. It was kind of like, um, it's like, uh, if you get the vanilla milkshake, but someone like put, uh, like some grape nerds in there and let it just kind of, uh, melt like, like just a couple, it was just a hint of grape. I just like don't want grape ice cream. That's not. Oh no, it was good. It was really good. It was, it was subtle. It was just subtle enough. I don't want it. Don't need it. It was actually it was Not it was probably more like a creamy grape gogurt. Like You're a not froyo it sound more appealing. A froyo grape nerd gogurt milkshake from McDonald's. I'd go get another one right now, but that the problem really is that gross. you have to get the meal to get the milkshake. Fucking rip off. It's a PWP. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's has cracked the code. They're like, they're like keeping, like, they're trying to have a contest in the McDonald's of like who can sell the most grimace meals. Yeah, yeah. And we have these collectible towels. Do you want this reusable bag for a dollar, or do you want this reusable bag for a dollar fifty? Yeah, this one's bigger. These shoes rule. These shoes. These shoes suck. Oh man, we actually. Oh yeah. Hmm. Do you miss it? <laughs> I listen. This is a different topic for a different conversation. <laughs> it's not. I like retail. I just things are kind of crazy right now. I don't like retail. People it's just stupid. get wild, you know. People do be wild. And when, and- the thing, the thing that I hate most about retail is people think they know more than me. Like <laughs> when customers walk in thinking they know more than me about what's going on in my store. Yeah, that's really it. If you that were to come big in at Disney, I feel like. Oh yeah, that was that was big at Disney too. Yeah, but if you were to come in and be like, "Listen, here's what's going on," I'd be like, "Listen, I love you as a friend and as a person, but you're wrong," and then I'd kick you out. <laughs> yeah, I. My other favorite thing that people did at Disney is like ask us to price match, and I'm like, "This is Disney. This is this is Disney, sir. We this don't is a Wendy's." <laughs> Disney would rather have said no to that entire order than dare take a markdown. Like literally, I would when people are like, I can buy this cheaper on Amazon. I'm like, buy it on Amazon. Get it shipped to your house for free, too. Do not come in here acting like my life is affected by your purchase. It's simply not. I could give two shits. Yeah. Yeah, that's not. Oh, this had a scratch. This had a scratch on it. Okay. The next person won't care. Put it back. Yeah. Neat. 
Yeah. Oh, I'll take it gosh. in the back and then I'll buy it at Cast Connections next week. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, oh, goodness gracious. The memes. the memes. We love Mickey Mouse. Do. It's a problem. Okay. Um, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> this is the 88th episode overall, which means it's our 98th episode. Man, so close, so close. So close. Um, if again, you I, haven't, yeah. Wait, are, were, we, were we gonna say the same thing here? Probably. I was gonna put up the question box again this come when this drops as well. Yes. Um, I was gonna say if you haven't yet, reach out to Kelsey on at Gray's Academy Pod uh on mm-hmm. Instagram to to give her all your questions. Did you yeah, see the one that I do, wrote? Uh yeah. It was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. On oh. brand. Um, so if you have any questions that you want us or just like anything you want us to talk about, we'll be doing a Q and a episode for like our hundredth episode. Um, so I'll put up a question box on Instagram or you can just message me anything you want us to just talk about. It can be Gray's related. It can be about us. It can be just like literally whatever. We don't give a shit. We'll talk about literally anything. We talk about everything. Clearly we, we don't have it together. Um, (laughs) so (laughs) Uh, yeah, the only on thing we have together is we'll talk about anything. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so this is the 10th episode of the fifth season, All By Myself. And that's a song. All By Myself. A classic song. Uh, I think more famously known by the, the Celine Dion version, but this was originally done by Eric Carmen. I think Celine Dion did a version of that, right? Well, Didn't I definitely don't know her version. I know. Oh. I I version. I knew Eric Carmen's version because Carmen is dope. Uh but I I feel like the Celine Dion one is more popular. But I I could be wrong. But anyway, so this this was originally released in 1975 and um Oh, goodness gracious. And uh, he wrote and recorded it actually with the Raspberries in 1972, mm-hmm. but it wasn't actually released. Um uh, on any of their albums. So this was a solo, this was a solo project, which I respect. Um, it was the B side off of everything and it was a single. So, uh, 1975 released and let's go ahead and talk about some of this chart action because this was a big one. I have to imagine. Yeah. Uh, so it hit number two on the billboard hot 100, but Record world? What is that? What the fuck is this? Some, sometimes these chart things just make no sense. Uh, it hit number one uh, in the Canada adult contemporary uh, charts. It basically charted top 10 all over the world. Australia, Canada, uh, Italy, the Netherlands, Good New Eric. Zealand, South Africa, U- the United States. He was all by States. himself all over he, the world. It's true. It's true he was. Uh, this song also I had not had on my uh, in my iTunes library, but this is the first since we started doing this and giving official downloads that I hit the download to library button. Oh, look at that. So this Did one Did you think gets, you already had it and you just didn't realize that it wasn't there? It's one of those like, songs. We need this. It's like um, uh, Dreams by, I think it's the, Cran- the Cranberries. Mm-hmm. They played it in one of these episodes. Know. You just never know you, when you're going to need yeah. it. Yeah, you just forget that they're, they're such bops, and then you you start listening to them, and you're like, oh fuck, I just need I, before I forget about anything right now. I need to download this. Yeah. 
So that's what I did with this one. So uh, this gets a five out of five, perfect score uh, on the Carmen download scale. And with that, Kelsey, it is over to you. Thank you, Carmen, for that delightful time all by yourself. All um, okay. by myself. This episode was written by Peter Nowalk and directed by Arlene Sanford. And it aired December 4th, 2008 to 15.15 million views. And you know what really makes me sad about this? What? I feel like the earlier episodes of Grey's were up in like the the high 18s, 19s, and then 20s. And Mm -hmm. this content has been fire. And it's in the 15s. Four million plus people are missing out on this hot, stanky content. I agree. I mean, but like, I think the bomb episode was like 30 million. You know, it's like crazy numbers that yeah, it's like don't exist anymore. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it I, that's a good point though. I agree. Um. Okay. So the Netflix synopsis for All by Myself, Christina is awarded the first solo surgery among the residents, but she has to relinquish it and choose her replacement. That's actually not bad. Yeah, that's not terrible. That's that's pretty good actually. Yeah, I'm, actually, I'm fairly impressed. Spot on, really for for Netflix. I mean, the bar is pretty low, but you know they yeah. they did it. That's, what was the one where they spoiled it completely? They were like something about Derek and Meredith. Oh, it was the season four finale. I think it was like Derek and Meredith we get back together or something. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumbasses. Yeah, yeah. Not not okay. Netflix. It's not okay. I guess they're probably assuming anyone watching it on Netflix has seen it before since it aired in 2008. <laughs> Are huh. you still, is your Netflix still safe? Yeah. 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 I watched this that one. It's crazy. Yeah. I'm so, Shout out I mean, Ryan. I'm happy, but I'm like, what the fuck Netflix? I, so I weird. watched this at like, I started it at like midnight yesterday mm-hmm. and I watched it all the way through. It was like one fifty when I finished and then I worked, I had to get up for work at 5.30 this morning. Cute. Did you also I work have at, a lot of um, giggles this episode? Yeah, this was a good episode. Yeah, also, I I'm a genius. I know everything and I'm incredible. I told you from day one that Lexi and Mark were going to fuck. Don't. Do not. I literally. I, I told like, you. No, you didn't. Uh, go back and check the, check the receipts. Direct quote. Lexi and Mark are definitely not going to have sex. Carmen, mm. do you know how I know? Because two and a half minutes after you said it, I texted Ryan and Leah. Direct <laughs> quote from Carmen. Mark and Lexi are definitely not going to have sex. I literally okay. was like, Michael, I need you to, to figure out how I can make soundboard sound clips from our previous <laughs> episodes so that I can like start clipping out when your predictions are so wrong so that when they come true the opposite way, I can just hit a button and play back you saying the stupid shit. Okay. All right. There is a chance. There's a chance that maybe I predicted that they wouldn't have sex. Did and you really maybe think that you predicted they would have sex? I feel like I said it off. I feel like I said it last. No, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, hold on. Pause, pause, pause. pause. I I, I feel, I remember I'm going to admit last week. I said that they wouldn't only because I thought that Mark would follow through on his promise. Clearly he didn't, but I think up until he wants to, 
He wants to. Uh, but up until the promise part, I was like, oh, no, they're going to fuck. I feel like I no, remember saying they were going to bone. Not, it's not. It doesn't even cross his radar until Derek brings it up. Oh, yeah. But you're, I. You're. No, re- you've yeah, really, you're like, right. You put all your eggs no, you're in right. the George Lexi basket. I did. I did, didn't like I? Like, for five episodes, you've been, like, next episode, they're for sure having sex. Wow. But then you've packed off, and you're like, they won't have sex, but they'll, like, date. Man, you're right. You're right. I, I Sometimes I just say this stuff, and I don't even remember it. <laughs> Shocking. Yeah. I'm shocked by that revelation. I feel like this needs to be the real for this week with the scene of her <laughs> saying, teach me, daddy. And he's like, okay. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> when she's like is it am i really that bad and he goes no i am and i'm like that was sexual very sexual I, very intense that is, that is a fine man that's a fine woman also true she's very Just pretty very attractive people i mean that's like, like the basis of the show all the pretty here's people the thing, though. put them in this hospital make them have sex with each other and also their surgery and there's a ghost just walking around oh, right <laughs> And Denny. <laughs> yeah. Also attractive though. Also attractive. Oh gosh. The 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 trailer for Dune 2, Dune Part 2 dropped today. Oh yeah. And there's a there, who's uh who's the other guy? Is Javier Bardem looks like him, right? They they I think that I, I think miss so. He's I think he's in Dune Part 2 and I go, "Wait, Denny Duquette?" <laughs> and I was like, "Nope, nope, hold on. Remember, that's not the Denny Duquette Memorial Clinic on on planet Dune." <laughs> um yeah and what's her um who i like zendaya some, no the other girl that i really like the blonde one. Oh yeah midsummer. what's her oh i don't know i didn't what's midsummer we're midsummer right now right um no summer just started like a week ago oh man no, it she is was in, she was in the movie with um the with harry styles that <laughs> was that was the movie um, don't worry, darling. Florence. Pugh. Uh, oh, I got wait, her. she's, she's in Dune. She's in part two because there was, she kept saying she couldn't do press for don't worry, darling, because she was like, her schedule was conflicted because she was filming Dune. Oh, I didn't see her in any of the previews. Well, I don't, I didn't watch secret. previews and I also don't secret. know shit about what's going to happen. So yeah, Timothy Chalamet and Thanos were in the preview. <clears throat> so um okay and also timothy chalamet's dad is annalise keating's therapist right annalise keating's therapist do you remember when she went to therapy and she had the therapist whose daughter no annalise keating's therapist was i know who you're talking about no timothy chalamet's dad is poe dameron oh and is, is annalise's therapist in dune is he in Dune? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. I need to look this up later. I don't have time for this right now. Okay. We're talking about great. <laughs> Sorry, Grace. We've we've gone off the rails, but this <laughs> is what happens when you have two very attractive people having sex with each other that we have to talk about. So yeah. Also, we tried to start. This is what happens when we don't talk before we record. <laughs> we're like the we're people start are here for on time today. Let's do this, and, and we, we didn't even start it, on and time. It doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't it? It doesn't um, even matter. Um, yeah, so, okay, so what, what should we talk about first? What do you want to talk about first? Should we just finish talking about Lexi and Derek or Lexi and Mark? I mean, (laughs) yes. Okay. 
Uh, I gotta tell you. So she, it really wasn't even on her radar until freaking Sadie just comes in and ruins fucking everything again. She's like, oh, you don't even know he's into you. He's always sucking out your ass. And she's yeah. like, ooh, ooh, I like that. She smiles. It's cute. Yeah. But they like, the way that he treats her in this episode is just, it's so over the top. <laughs> Yeah, when uh, when she's like asking a question on the computer, she like leans over and she's like, "Oh, is this?" And he's like, <laughs> "Get out of my personal space." <laughs> she was in my space. Okay. And the look Bailey shoots him, she's like, "All right, dude, whatever." Yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Well, it even was the way a lot the the first time that they interact, and she goes, "I've been advised to seek out sex." The look on his face yeah. is like. <laughs> <laughs> yes it was exactly that it was side by side yeah I exactly like him i honestly thought that he was a guest on the podcast for a second surprise eric dane is here oh can gosh. you imagine the dream he's he's gonna he's a future host future co-host I with us so. he's gonna I do a so. show the dreams oh goodness what did you have for that or their their relationship did you remember that this is the episode that they that they get together um i knew that it was like around the intern cabal shenanigans um and that it was also not long after it was like five seconds after Derek was like hey if you could do me a solid and not sleep with Lexi and Mark's like absolutely I will have to sleep with her though (laughs) like (laughs) immediately I promised someone else that I would have sex with her (laughs) (laughs) and I gave them my word so and my penis yeah, um, I can't yeah, go back so, on the penis. So, yeah, it's, I mean, that's the scene where he's like, uh, "This is inappropriate." I am your boss. I have things to teach. Double board oh, yeah, certified things too. to teach. <laughs> Double board certified things. Um, yeah, it's really, really silly. And um, he says, "Oh, she's just on cappuccino duty, whatever." So, uh, also simultaneously, Callie like thinks that Sadie is maybe flirting with her, but can't tell. And then Mark is yelling at her. No hot interns. Very funny. (laughs) Very funny. No, the hot ones are the ones that cause trouble. The ones that distract you from realizing your true potential. And she's like, but did I tell you about the smiling? And she's like, no hot interns. (laughs) Yeah. I like that. He, he was like, uh, take all that pent up energy and put it back into your genius Mm -hmm. and godliness. (laughs) He's uh, we got some good pep talks in this episode. We got some good pep talks in this episode. I was into it. Yeah. I also, it's like, I, I hear Marlo crying upstairs. Uh, <laughs> I also really off about that blanket. <laughs> oh, she's so pissed. I really like this was this was the uh, a, a good couple of scenes with Mark and Callie where they went out of their way to show like yeah, just the friendship, just the friendship, and they need I to do it. more of that. I'm really appreciating that, and they can have sex, whatever they got to do. Like I'm fine with mm-hmm. it. But yeah, platonic sex, you know? While we're on this topic, we'll we'll circle back because a couple episodes ago you said that Mark has feelings for Callie. Yeah. And that they are gonna have a relationship. So I just want I'm not gonna ask for a prediction now, but I just want you to like keep that in mind and mm. we'll like 
we'll come back to that at the end when totally. it's prediction time. I can do that. Um, so what was your initial thought? Okay. At what point in this episode did you think that Mark and Lexi were going to have sex? Basically the second that she walked up to him and made the joke about, I've been advised to seek sex. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was like, th- I was like, there's a chance there's a vibe because they all, uh, when they're in that scene, the one guy's like, Oh yeah, I'm going to go have sex. It makes me feel better. And then all the other girls were like, don't look at me. And Lexi was like, yeah. Oh yeah, no me either. And then Sadie was like, uh, me either. And you know, like definitely feeling it. She's like, okay, f- I'll go fuck, <laughs> uh, someone because I'm hot and I can do whatever I want. And that's her mindset. Kind of. Is, and yeah. I, I was like, okay, all right. So some, she's going to have sex with someone. And then when she sees Mark in the next scene, I was like, oh, there's vibes. Mm-hmm. But when, they, they when she smiled, when she realized that he was checking out her booty, yeah. I was like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Something's going to happen. It's going down. Yeah. I'm Especially because Dipper. Mark was, was, <laughs> yes. Mark was so adamant on overcorrecting and being yeah. a big dickhead. I was like, he's, he's going to screw up. Something's going to happen. Yeah. So. so, yeah, your reaction to how it went down. Walk me through it. Let me see if I can find the notes. Um, <laughs> she, so, she somehow knows his hotel room. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy how that works. So I walk in, As soon as she opened the door, I was like, oh, Lexi's trying to fuck. And then I was like, oh, shit. Mark is trying to say no. He's going to say no. And then I and then I wrote, oh no, he said he promised. And then I wrote, come on, am I really so bad? No, I am. Bum, and bum, then bum. I just and then I just wrote in all caps, he broke a promise. Oh no. So I'm just nervous of the fallout of yeah. what's gonna happen after that. And also, I I don't really care. They're adults, they consented. Yeah. It's yeah, it's really dumb. Like, I don't know why Meredith decided to latch on to it. I mean, okay, here's I I think up the mark. We are seeing character growth in Mark as like a person. Yeah. But up until this point, all we've seen from him is like womanizing and like lots and lots of sex. So who's to say that's not what's going to happen? Right. So also I, I Meredith isn't seeing the same growth. Sorry. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Meredith hasn't seen the same growth that, that we are. From that standpoint, Meredith is like, just think that he's like going to have sex with her and then run. Um, also, we, what, do you, what are your thoughts on their age dynamic? Have you thought about it at all? No. I, okay. I would assume that I can't really tell. I, I feel like, what, what's he supposed, is he late 30s? I don't because him and Derek, I would imagine, are the same age, roughly. Yeah, but is Derek late thirties? Do we have we talked about how old Derek is? I I I don't actually guessed at all the times we're just guessing. I feel like we're just guessing, but I, I, if I had to think about their careers, they're mid, they're mid to late thirties, and Meredith and Lexi are what only two years apart, three Mm -hmm. years, something like that. So I would imagine that Lexi's got to be like 26, 27 based on mm-hmm. college years for the medical field. Right. So 
even if Derek or uh, Mark is, let's say he's 40, mm-hmm. being 26 and the other person being 40, and this goes for both genders, is a lot less weird if the if one of the people in the relationship is 21 or younger. What's the rule that they say in Parks and Rec? It's half your age plus seven? Yeah. Yeah. So if he is 40, 27 would be the cutoff. Okay. But I, I, I feel like they're probably mid to late 30s. That's my guess. That's I have I have nothing to go off of other than me trying to like piece together a career. Yeah. I actually feel like Preston may have been older than both of them when Christina was dating Preston. But well the whole thing was also like they have like Derek and Mark both had like established private practices in New York. And they're mm. like the best at what they do like in the country. Hmm. I don't know. How but old I mean, do you think of, they are? Like, what's your guess? I don't know. I feel like they're they're easily in the forties, like early forties. Okay. But I don't know. I'm I don't know where I'm really pulling that from, truthfully. Okay. Yeah i I don't think that they've said anything that would give me that would give away an age at this point no, in the I don't show. Think so. That I can think of, I mean, unless yeah. I missed it, but I, I, I really can't. I, think not of to my recollection, but that doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Right. But, um. Yeah, I just wondered if that if that was something that stood out to you, because like obviously in this show we're like desensitized to people sleeping with bosses and people sleeping to, with direct reports, because like that's the plot of the show. So right, it like doesn't really get to us anymore. So I was just wondering if that stood out to you at all. No, and the other thing I think that's throwing me off a little bit is. Mm-hmm we've this show has been going on for five years but that's over the course of what two years in the medical field yeah it's that's true it's very confusing denny just died like last month yeah yesterday truly this morning basically he's still in the hospital (laughs) (laughs) hasn't even died really don't even know who's to say he never actually died dream yeah Maybe this is another one of those shows that just takes place in Phoebe Buffay's head. Was that a show? That was uh, a fan theory about Friends. Is Phoebe just imagined the whole thing? She got hit. She got. Do you ever you ever see that? No. She was I don't looking like that in fan theory. She was looking in the window at the Central Perk and saw mm. the group of friends hanging out there. Okay. And she got hit by a car and was in a coma, and all of this was taking place in her head. Why is that the fan theory? Because people are nuts and they make stuff up. I don't oh know. God. Dude, that's like right up there with Jar Jar Binks as a Sith Lord. I'll f- Some people shouldn't be on the internet. Sometimes I don't need your opinions. You know what I mean? Like that's what I want to say to a lot of people on the internet. I, you know who I don't your say that to? Necessary. I don't say that to the, to the, well, yeah, us, but the birds aren't real people. They're onto something. <laughs> birds, man. <laughs> They're not real. Okay, okay, we, this is the most, we're 30 minutes in and we've we talked about one, well, no, like, like two or three topics. That's okay. Okay. Let's, let's, let's power through. Okay. Okay. We got this. Um, let's talk solo surgery. All right. Crazy. So it starts I knew off, Christina was, Christina had to get it. Obviously. Yeah. 
even though we know that she can't get it already from last week. Right. Right. But so it starts off with like the interns trying to read the lips in the, the meeting with all the attendings. <laughs> so silly. Yeah. It's Karev. It's Stevens. It's O'Malley. It's great. It's you. Yeah. And then the drama of like Lexi coming in and panting and then being like, no, the chief sent me. And then it's like, it's you. And that's when everyone the at cinema. home goes, I got the solo surgery. It's me. I'm so talented. Um, so, yeah. Also, they talk about Bailey winning her solo surgery. Obviously, not surprising yeah. in any way. Christina asks her and she's like, I'm going to pretend you didn't just ask me that. So savage. That's she's so funny. Also, I feel like there had been up until mm, three episodes ago, like an agreement that we were all just not going to talk about the LVAD thing. And now people are just making jokes about it left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Bailey was like, yeah, I didn't cut LVAD wires. (laughs) And she said it in front of everyone. Yes. So like. Ooh, yeah it's a what little icky say? um i was good didn't cut elvad wires put my hands in bomby bomb cavities bomby body cavities or have my interns operating on themselves i was special <laughs> she was uh, and is still special yeah truly she is i had i had to watch that scene a couple of times though because I thought so like Denny was just sitting there when Christina was dissing or when Izzy dissed Christina. Yeah. Um, I don't know what she said, but then Denny was like, Ooh, mean streak. I like it. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, what? Yeah. So what, what does she say? Uh, I don't know what she said. I didn't write down the quote, but I wrote that he had said mean streak. She's a badass yeah. or something like that. Mean streak. Anyways, yeah, I mean, she got like it. I had to go back and watch that scene. I was like, did I miss Denny the first time? But they were doing a lot with cinematography throughout yeah. this whole episode where he would be in the scene and then he wouldn't be. Like, I think it's just like trying to remind us that like he's like Fake. for a Izzy. Ghost. He's just yeah. for Izzy. Yeah. But that That's, threw me off a couple of times. Yeah. yeah, he was killing it in this episode, though. So, so funny. good. So, so funny. good. Um, okay, so yes, they picked Christina and they said like for the first time all the um attendings agreed on the same person. So it was unanimous. Uh not surprising in any way. And but he says, Well, Christina's not eligible, so she has to pick someone to replace her, and then the person she picks can pick pick take a friend. <laughs> you plus one. Um, so she that's like you know, they're all going to suck up to her all episode to try and get it. Um, Meredith is pretending like her and Christina aren't fighting. So she's like, well, obviously Christina's going to pick me. Um, and then she's like, obviously Derek only picked Christina. So it wouldn't look like favoritism. I'm like, maybe Christina's just better than you. Yeah. And that's okay, Meredith. Yeah. You're not a cardio God. You're not hardcore. Yeah. It's like, it was just, I don't know. Meredith wasn't really all over this episode but she was super annoying to me when she was well when she walked up to christina was like listen it's okay do what you gotta do we're good bye peace out yeah and christina's like all right okay yeah the thing that i really what really annoyed me about all of these i got i got like a mama mama burke flashbacks where everyone goes and talks and like gets their peace you know, with yeah. her. 
everyone yeah. got their peace with Christina. But yeah. Alex actually started out, and I thought he was going to be genuine for a second. Be like, he's like, hey, this super sucks. And then he's like, yeah. ah, I can't brown nose you. You're a piece yeah. of garbage. <laughs> Anyone else I could suck up to, but not you. Give me the surgery. I'm the most prepared. And actually, he wasn't wrong. I mean, that's like a way to make the case. He's just saying, like, this is the surgery. This is how I would do it. I've done it. That's what do you say? Like four times. That's, I've scrubbed yeah, it on a couple of them. I practiced like, with Stan. Yeah. You know, everyone else is truly in there. Well, Izzy doesn't even like make a case for it. And George is like, I've grown. I've learned from my mistakes. They have been plentiful. Um, so yeah, everyone goes back and forth with that and she ends up picking Alex. Um, do you think that she was making it personal by not picking Meredith or do you think she really was just being like Alex was the most prepared? I think a little bit of both. She, it was going to be personal regardless because obviously it, it comes out at the end where she's like this, like this is so unfair. I yeah. am getting punished for this, but we all fucked up together and yeah. not a single one of you stood up for me. And that yeah. does include Meredith. Yeah. Right. So I think maybe it's a little bit personal, but I think it was so personal that she took the personal out of it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I it agree. Was, I think everything was like getting so personal that she truly just took Dr. Dixon's advice and was like, just leave the feelings out of it. Like, just be like, it's just about the science. And Alex was the only one who made it about science. So, yeah, if it if it came down to Meredith and Alex and she wasn't doing it by science yeah, yeah she may she, maybe she picks meredith but not a single one truly was like are you okay yeah like this is shit this super sucks yeah. congrats but this sucks yeah and that's what really frustrated me about that whole episode is not a single one of them treated her like a person in it it was yeah. how do i get this solo surgery surgery yeah that's a bummer they're, her and Dixon's dynamic in this episode was very interesting, though. Oh, I did not like it. Yeah. I don't like this storyline. I, like, remember... Well, just, like, this storyline between the sisters, I just, like, remember always. I don't know why it just has stuck with me, but, like, when they're wheeling the girl off and she, like, yells, I hope you die, and then she dies, like... That's fucking awful. Because obviously yeah. she doesn't hope she dies, and then <clears throat> she does. But that's what, like, it's just really, it's like, has always stuck with me. Yeah, it's I don't sad. know why. I don't like it. It's, it's just, ugh, I hate it. The thing, well, obviously you have a sister. I you do. Know? You also to, have, you also have sisters. Yes. But I am just a sister and a sister. Yes. You're a sister and a sister together. The end. Um, Sister, sister. Doop, doop. No, that's a smart guy. Never mind. <laughs> He's a smart guy. Shoot up, doopy, doopy, doop. Uh, great show. We're crushing it. <sighs> Absolutely. Uh, the That whole storyline is sad. Also, I'm a little annoyed. If we got just the one episode of Dixon, mm -hmm. the way that it ended, I was actually really okay with how they portrayed her. Right. Personally, right? We had the whole conversation. Anyone who's listening to this, circle back to our last conversation because I think we, we go in depth on an, a non- 
a person without Asperger's portraying a person with Asperger's. We go more in depth right. on that episode. So go check that out. I knowing that and watching the second episode with her in it, yeah. I felt a little bit more uncomfortable. Also, this one, it seemed a little more like they were like mocking. It, it, a little bit. Yeah. It just felt less genuine and a little too over the line. Yeah. Where she, you know, chuckled at the torture. She made like just a growling noise at one point. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was really weird. was just the growling <laughs> noise. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Are you okay? Do you need something? Can I call somebody for you? Yeah. So that was that was weird. And then like they she talked to Bailey about how she didn't get social cues. Mm-hmm. But then Meredith was very explicit to her of you should leave now. And then she didn't leave. Yeah. And I I have had interactions with people who have Asperger's and I have had interactions with people who are on the spectrum including people in my family. Yeah. And if you are direct like that, a high percentage of the time, they're typically like, okay, and they leave. You've yeah. been direct with me. If you say, hey, do you think you should go? They're going to say, no, I need these organs. But if you say, you should go, they leave, right? So I, I don't know. It just seemed like a different, it almost like a different character. Yeah, it was a little, just a little past. There's like a line that they were on last time and they just went, well, too far past it yeah in my opinion i didn't love it um so yeah at the end and then at the end she's like were you torturing her on purpose and weber's like yes (laughs) (laughs) like he thinks about it for a second he's like should i tell the truth and then he's like yes and she's like all right have your board make me a better offer what what so (laughs) So she's clearly into the psychological torture. Clearly. For some reason. But last episode, she was like, don't you ever psychologically torture me ever again. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm very curious. I don't have any predictions for her storyline and what happens moving forward, but I am. It's, like, interesting. It's an interesting character to bring into the mix. Mm-hmm. You know? Um. Okay, so... Anything else on the solo surgery? Her just picking people? Uh, yeah, I have a, I think I have a couple of quotes. Uh, I like, so do you want to talk a little bit very briefly about um, her and Hunt? That's what I was going to go into next was her okay. and Owen. Yeah, because I, I feel like with, with the Christina thing, um, Especially when all of the emotion, because you could tell that she's off all episode. She's clearly very pissed off. She's not her typical Christina self. And then we get that scene where she's like, you all suck. I Mm -hmm. earned this. Go fuck yourselves. And then she starts to walk away and she's crying and Hunt's like, hey. Not here. Big girls don't cry in the hallway. Let's go. (laughs) Big girls cry in mechanical rooms. (laughs) With a weird Marilyn Monroe vent that I'm going to show you. So, okay, yeah, read the blog about this one. That is uh, a real vent that they had on set. And the writer was like, I'm really sad I didn't go over and enjoy this. Um, and, yeah, they they have a couple cute moments, like, before 
before this uh, where he's like, oh, how's it going? Like, go with your gut. And she's like, my gut? Never. And he's like, well, it's what made me pick you and blah, blah, all the stuff, whatever. And then so he finds her. This is like a nice moment with them. He's normal in this episode. It's just like very hard to read what is going on with him. Yeah. It's like all he needed to do to get over his PTSD was give a pretty woman a compliment. He called her beautiful and he's like, oh, I am healed. Yeah. (laughs) I'm great. I just needed to it's flirt. Done. All I needed to I do needed was flirt. A vent and a compliment. <laughs> As we all do. So, um, yeah, do, they kiss. Do you remember watching this live? Um, I don't think so, no. So, what was your take at putting yourself into this moment with Christina being your favorite character? Like, are you rooting for them in this moment or are you like I, I think they're cute, but I also love love. So as long as Christina is like being appreciated and it's all consensual and it's good, like I'm like, go for it. I mean, I believe that he has the capability of being a good guy to her. What I enjoy about Christina is like it's a different from in comparison to like everyone else on the show. She's so work minded. I mean, obviously, like this is a very high power, like demanding job so they're all going to be hyper focused on it but she's just like on another level so to me seeing someone like that in a relationship is different than um seeing like your typical quote-unquote just like romance storylines um so i just find her to be more complex as a character anyways but that's maybe because i just like like her the most and she's like really snarky and sarcastic and dry and i just like enjoy that because it's relatable to me um so and also like i'm a heart surgeon so i really just like yeah she's like my soul sister Um, so no no. but yeah i just to me like burke made sense obviously like they didn't work and i think it makes sense that they didn't work but i think i it made sense to me because they were on the same page um as far as career stuff goes and also like personality wise, they were a good compliment. Like they were both really serious and intense, but they they're on the other side of that. They were also like opposites in a way. Um, and we just don't at this point, we don't know a lot about Owen. So it's intriguing. Cause you're like, okay, well yeah, maybe, maybe I could see this going somewhere, but like who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> so that's fair. Um, that's a fair point. I, I didn't even think about that. Again, it's like so, you know, we've seen him a handful of times and he's like, kiss, run away, kiss, run away, kiss, run away, aggression, run away. Like, what are you doing? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's just interesting. I mean, I feel like it's definitely they're like giving you crumbs and you're like, what, yeah, what is happening? I want to know. Like, I want to see this go somewhere just so I can be like where I want the whole picture. Right. Give me we need to we need to be able to make up a fully functioning opinion on this. But right, right. now, I, I agree. Like we can't. Yeah. But they didn't so have sex. Nice. They just they passionately kissed and you over did a vent. Say for sure they would have sex this episode. Did I? You did. I thought I explicitly said they would have a very passionate kiss over a vent. You did not say that to I me. I feel Maybe like you said it on your other podcast. Oh about yeah, Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Gray's Public Community College. <laughs> uh, I I like I like this dynamic. It was a good scene. 
they kind of montage it and they come back to it a couple times. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's cute. And I, I nice. also love the choice to have her like just like laugh. It's just like a pure joy yeah. moment. Like yeah. that's just it takes her so off guard and she just can't do anything else but laugh. And then she just kind of like like recenters herself and it's it's okay. You know, everything sucks, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah. At least there's the vent. Anything can happen on the vent. Mm. I did make a note, though. So <laughs> I said, Christina starts to cry. Hunt is like, nah, girl, don't let him see you cry. Come with me. I have this cool Batman-style vent that will make you feel like Marilyn Monroe, and you may end up coming. That was my That was my note. Why is it a Batman-style vent? Is it because it's like a fortress of solitude? No, because it's like you go through. You ever ride the Batman ride at uh, No Six Flags? No. You walk through a tunnel that looks like the the. It's like the vents are like spinning. You know, it's like a tunnel that you have to walk through, and you go up the queue line. Is like very. It's the the queue line for the Batman ride at Six Flags is themed like this fucking vent room. Which Six Flags are you going to? The one in Gurney, Illinois. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Ours is yeah. Atlanta. Ours is close. How far is Atlanta from you guys? Two hours. Ours is f- 45 minutes to an hour or 15, two hours. <laughs> to two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, give or take to two hours. <laughs> yeah. It's a long it's walk a if you try to get up there. It's a seven hour plane ride. Yeah. Um, but it so, was... Yeah. It, I, I like the scene overall. Just my is my stamp of approval. Is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, what next? So anything else with Christina or the solo surgery or Dixon? Uh, no, no. Okay, Dixon. Um, just I'm, I'm sure there'll be other things that I come back to with the. They're just a weird pairing. It's a weird yeah. pairing. Oh, with them, which she's the whole like. Episode. Why is this spot blank? Why is this spot on the board blank? I want to do a surgery, but I don't want to do this surgery. I want to do a surgery. Like, what? What? What's happening? (laughs) Well, and then she's like, Christina starts to stutter. And she's like, do you stutter? Or are you just nervous? And she's like, I don't stutter. And then that's when she, I think she has that grunt at that point. She just goes, Oh, that's when he asked, she, Christina, like, explained, she's like, I have to pick who's doing the solo surgery. And she's like, you have to pick between your peers. And Christina's like, yeah. And that's when she goes. (laughs) (laughs) It's just such a weird thing. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand if that was a choice of the actor or the director, if it was written in. I don't know, but I don't love it. Whatever. Okay. So do you want to talk about the sisters? Like, okay, so the sisters come in, they're arguing, texting, driving, car crash, don't text and drive. Um, don't play Pokemon Go and drive. Don't steal your parents' car. Hey, why are you looking at me like that? I don't I don't even know what Pokemon Go is. You're a liar. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, they come in, they're mad, they call the dad, the younger one calls the dad. The older one's mad that she's going to get in trouble. The younger one's mad her leg is broken. She's not going to be able to go to some conference. Then it's like a future business professionals of America. Yeah, conference. future leaders of America. Future leaders. I don't know what that even means, but it's the um, it's the non trademarked version of future business club <laughs> leaders. 
Um, and then Sadie is like, your dad's not going to be mad. It's fine. And Alex is like, uh, how long have her eyeballs been like that? She's literally dying. Can you please get (laughs) out of the way and be a good doctor? So they take her away. And then one thing leads to another. She's in the CT there. She has a CVM, which is bad. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know what it means. A cardiovascular it's or something. And then there's like a hole in her brain stem and then her brain and her, she's like leaking her brain out of her nose and her ears. So yeah. they go into surgery and they fix that. And then whatever was going on in her heart blows and her blood can't get to her brain. So she's fine, but she's brain dead. Like her body's fine. It's very confusing to me. I don't understand it. It's fine. I'm not going to understand it. It sucks. She died. She's brain dead. And we watch it's her brain change gross. color before yeah, our eyes. And Alex is like, he thinks it's something he did. Like, and they, you can tell obviously when you watch it, um, they're writing to like the commercial breaks and then like, Oh, like her brain's changing colors. And Derek's like, get out of the way, get out of the way. And Alex is like, what did I do? What did I do? And then it cuts to black. So there would have been a commercial there and it comes back. Yeah. And they're kind of going into it. And Derek explains it wasn't you. It was just, this was just, it was, we were too late basically. So, for, you know, a split second, it does kind of seem like, oh, like shit, he Alex did is fucked up. Um, but it was not on him. And, um, yeah, so that sucked. Yeah. And even so, I mean, it's it's a bummer that she ends up dying because there's actually like yeah. a decent bit of comedy in the opening scene with them. So the, the, the one forth, girl. The bickering. Yeah. She's like, you you suck up, ass face. She didn't say shut up. She said suck up. You ass face. No, because she says you are a suck up. You suck up. Oh, ass face. you are a suck up. That's what it is. I missed that first part. I just yeah. thought she said you suck up ass face, and I was like, that's <laughs> funny. I don't know what that means, but it's funny. And then she's like, I hate you. I hate you more. And Callie's like, I hate you both. Like, what is yeah. happening? <laughs> and uh, then um, when Hunt's like, make it stop, and Alex says, just scream, shut up. Yeah. And yeah. then. It works for, I don't know, two and a half seconds. They start just throwing shit at each other. Yeah. With precision accuracy, mind you. They both hit yeah. each other. So, yeah, no, it's uh, it's definitely a it's definitely a bummer. Uh, it's th- the, the hardest part about this storyline is the end because it gets yeah. really uncomfortable when Dixon walks in. Yep. Do you have any quotes from that scene? Um, I see. I don't know if I have. No, because it's gross and I hate watching it. It's a sad (laughs) scene. The, the thing that I did make a note of in this exact moment was it was when they pronounced her brain dead and, and she walked in and she was trying to get the organs. I was like, this is the thing that I feel like we need to note. Only Bailey knows that she has Asperger's. So, at this point, she just looks like a dick. Yeah. She doesn't look like someone who has a mental abnormality. Neurodiversity, you know? And I, yeah. that's the thing that really kind of frustrates me is they just make, to, to Meredith, to Christina, and to that family, and to that little girl, she's just an asshole. Yeah. And that's, I think, super kind of uncomfortable about the whole scene. And then the sister's just sitting there 
telling Holly, she's Holly, wake up, please. So sad. Yeah, I hated that so much when she's like, please wake up. Come on, come on, Holly. And I just can't. I hate it. It's just rough. You, you know what it reminded me of? What? Don't you say it. Don't oh, you tell don't. me. What? What don't. is it? Don't say anything. Yeah, don't say anything. Gosh, that girl should have won an Academy Award for that scene. Yeah. Or a primetime um, Emmy. Yeah. So, and then, like, later when Dixon is talking to Christina about not being able to harvest the organs, and she goes, it's inappropriate. I don't know if that's the word you're looking for. It's inappropriate that these people won't let me harvest her organs. Oh, yeah. Is it? I don't think it's inappropriate. It's it's, maybe. I mean... If you are truly, even if you are saying like the whole thing where she's like, oh, take feelings out of it is just about science, still wouldn't say inappropriate. Yeah. Like you could say uh, it's a bummer. I mean, personally, I do think everyone should be an organ donor. I don't understand why anyone wouldn't be. I mean, I'm sure there's probably like um, certain religions, like there's probably a lot of beliefs in like what happens to your body after you pass. And maybe there are people who don't do it for that reason, but. Other than that, I just like can't, I don't understand why. I mean, when I was at the DMV getting my Tennessee license, they asked some guy if he would wanted to be organ donor and he was like super offended. He was like, no. And he was like a super fit dude who had ridden like a racing bicycle there. I was like, so he's just a walking organ donor. Yes. I'm like, you're so, I was like, you'd fucking take someone else's organ if you needed one, I bet. Well, my my dad also, I remember going to the DMV. I don't know if I've shared this story with you before. When I went to the DMV to get my license for the first time and my dad went with me, he was like, whatever they do, whatever, if they ask you about the organ donor, don't say yes. Because people will hack into the system and they'll find your address and they'll run you off the road from your car and they'll they'll steal your, your organs. And I'm like, dad, what? Like, what? <laughs> but I was 16. So I was like, okay, yeah, that make that's, that's a, that's a real thing. I totally get that. So I said also, no to organ donating. Even if they run you off the road, you might just die. Your organs are only useful if you are brain dead. Well, listen, if you just, I'm just die, you what my... your organs are useless. No, I'm not arguing with you. I'm arguing with the other Carmen. Yeah. <laughs> Big Carmen. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's just so silly. Like the conspiracy theories people will come up with. Um, yeah, that's wild. Anyways, if you're not an organ donor, consider flipping your driver's license over and signing the back of it and saying that you are. <laughs> and if you're not willing to do that, at least put it in your will or tell your significant other that if you are brain dead or you're in that situation, let them know. I told Jessica that if I am in an accident, I'm in an accident and I, I'm willing to give everything uh, except my skin. They, I want to have an open casket before they cremate no, me. No, I'm not coming to that. You're not coming to my open casket funeral? No. I don't why? like open casket funerals. It's not... Why do I need to look at you when you're dead? Because in in my mind, there's a song called One Last Time playing over the speakers at my funeral as you walk by. So you're going to make me look at your dead body and ruin one of my favorite songs. Absolutely. Simultaneously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's disrespectful. <laughs> but if it's my I die final first, wish. I'm gonna haunt your ass. If if you die first, I promise that out of respect, I will have a closed casket funeral. And you'll probably have to continue this podcast because we'll probably still be going at that time. I can only hope that so, because if that's the case, then we've hit success. And we are world famous podcasters because of this. And the Grays is still on TV. Yeah. Well, if that's the case, yeah, we'll never we'll never get caught up. We have to assume <laughs> that Grays is going to get canceled at some point. Or they're just going to stop. Sometimes shows just stop. They don't get canceled. They just yeah, say, we're, we're good. 20, 20 seasons was enough. Thanks. You know what show shouldn't have stopped? Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Thank it you. should have. I just think it ended too. Anyway, we've already done this. Okay. Um, let's talk about. Do we need to take a break? We let's talk about our sponsors. <laughs> our local sponsors. Regional yes. is the word I was looking for. Love that. Let's talk about it. One of the best things about finishing a great book is knowing that you have another one ready to go in your to-be-read pile. With Book of the Month, you can make sure that your to-be-read pile stays stocked and ready to go. Each month, you can use the app to select from five to seven titles vetted and curated by the team at Book of the Month, focusing specifically on debut authors and early releases. If you can't choose just one, you can always upgrade and add more from your selection. And if that TBR pile starts to get a little too tall, you can skip as many months as you need to give yourself a little extra time to catch up on what you have. Personally, I am a huge fan of suspense and psychological thrillers, so I was very excited to see multiple books on the selection list for May that fit that description. I selected two different titles, both of which are set in Washington State, just like our favorite show, Grey's Anatomy. I thoroughly enjoyed The Return of Ellie Black, the first thriller novel from Amiko Jean, and have Middle Tide by Sarah Crouch ready to read on my road trip next week. Right now, you can sign up for Book of the Month and use code PEDALS to get your first book for only $5. That's code PEDALS, P-E-T-A-L-S, to get your first book for only $5. Watch out for that blue box at your door and get your TBR pile stocked and ready. And we are back. Thank you, mm. regional yes. local sponsors. And we will now take a break for everyone's favorite segment, Living in Shondaland. Living in Shondaland! Oh, so gentle. Um, we have two ladies. Okay, two ladies. Um, no voice lady. Yes. Okay. And, ooh. Okay, so we've got two sisters and the mom of the sisters. I'm going to go with the younger sister. Kay Panabaker. No. Was it the older sister? No. Is it the mom of the sisters? It was the mom of the sisters. Fucking damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's also those, both it's of those, those sisters, small cameos, you know, both of those sisters were like Disney, big Disney channel girlies. Really? Big what were, what were they in? Stars. I mean, like so many things. Just were so either of them things. in smart house. 
I don't know, but that was truly my favorite decom of all time. I got to look. Okay, for me, I got top three, and it's like not even close. Okay. Smart House, mm-hmm. Brink, 13th okay. year. Okay. Wait, four, Luck of the Irish. <laughs> Wait. So say, everyone always. <laughs> <laughs> Motocross. <laughs> uh, don't know. Did I watch that one? Which one was that? I don't know. I, I don't watch it. <laughs> I just, people talk about it a lot. Yeah, no, those are my four favorite. Is there, do you have one that's in your top, top um, list? Smart House, the one where, sh- I, I think it was a decom, Read It and Weep. Yeah, because Kay Panabaker was in it, Read It and Weep. Which, what's um, that one? Which one is that? She's like writing a book. I don't know. Um, and then, I don't know. Everyone always says luck of the Irish and that just was fine for me. Smart house is really above and beyond. Like it, there's for me, nothing, nothing comes close. Uh, yeah, no smart house is, is, is just so top notch. Also, what was the one, uh, with the, the, the three brothers, there was one where the jump ship, you remember jump ship? No, I don't remember that. Okay, there was also the one where uh, is the Lawrence brothers, and he he uh, he goes and he he learns how to tame a horse on a farm. Remember that one? Oh. <laughs> no, no. You know, actually, what was so good was Halloween Town. Halloween oh, Town absolutely. is so good. Absolutely, I never saw the second one. It's pretty. It's actually pretty good for a sequel. Pretty good for a sequel. Hold it's on. Vibe. I gotta, I gotta look this up. Fucking jump ship IMDb. This is gonna piss me off. I gotta find a preview for these movies. Two thousand one, this movie came out. It was with was Joey 11. Lawrence, Matthew Lawrence, and Andrew Lawrence. I'm and so old. yeah, Matthew Lawrence. The movie that I'm trying to think of. He's still in movies. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wait. Can I finish Shondaland? Wait. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Pull. No. This, you go. You go ahead. Hold on. We got to backtrack. <laughs> this episode of Shondaland is sponsored by our good friends at Meat Stick. Yes, listen to that right now. <laughs> Carmen, take it away. Hey there, everyone. Carmen here, one half of the Gray's Academy podcast, paired up with our dear friend, Kelsey. We've got some exciting news for you, and we want to share all about our friends at the Meat Stick. Are you tired of undercooked or overcooked meat? Me too. The Meat Stick wireless meat thermometer is the solution. With its advanced technology, you can achieve perfect meat dishes every time and take full control of your cooking. The Meat Stick is the first smart wireless meat thermometer engineered with versatility and durability in mind to withstand almost all ways of cooking. Whether you're grilling, smoking, using a pellet grill, in the oven, or even an air fryer, the Meat Stick is versatile enough to master it all. The Meat Stick enables you to easily monitor your meat's temperature during the cook, providing real-time data on your phone to achieve steakhouse quality at home. Now, I've been using the Meat Stick for a couple of weeks, and I've done beef, pork, chicken, fish, and everything has come out perfect every single time. I was doing a ribeye the other night, and it was the perfect medium rare. And I was able to set the ambient temperature and the internal temperature that I wanted. The app also made sure to yell at me because at one point I didn't stick the sensor all the way into the meat and some of it was exposed. And it sent this little alert saying, hey, Carmen, you got to go out and check your thermometer because it's not all the way in. So there's a lot of fail safes to keep this thing acting 
the way that it should, top of its game for a long period of time. Make sure you hit that link in our description of this episode to go right to the webpage for the meat stick to make sure you show our support and make sure you let us know on our Instagram pages or through our email how you like the product and tag on Instagram whenever you're cooking. We'll see you out there, everyone, and back to the show. Thank you, Carmen. So you wonderful, never Carmen. Never been more unhinged. Yeah, this is, and this that's is... really saying something. Yeah. Okay. Um, Rosalind Chow is Kathleen Patterson, and she was in one episode of Private Practice. And Perry Smith was Miss Anderson, and she was in one episode of Private Practice. And guess what? It has happened. They were in the same episode of Private Practice. Were they also sisters? No. Oh man, that'd have been dope. <laughs> Yeah, it's happened. They were in the same episode. I was like, no way. So okay. I um oh, Alley Cat Strike. That's a great movie too, right? <laughs> We've got this is this is a different cover. We have to get we have to get back on track. You have to work in like four hours. Okay. <laughs> um Uh, who do we talk about next? What was I going to talk about? Did we already get through all of uh, Shondaland? Yeah, we got, it was just those two. We should probably talk about no. Oh, the no voice lady. Voice the voice lady. lady. Yeah. The whole time I was like, I can't wait for Carmen to tell me that he would die if he didn't have a voice and he would just have someone shoot him. Absolutely. What a wa- <laughs> I can't. I can't live like that. Why? I have so many things. I have so many things to say that Post-it notes just can't say for me. I will say it would. As someone who is just constantly running their mouth, it would be very difficult for me to live without the ability to communicate every single thought that comes into my head. Because were you a kid in elementary school where it was like, she does great, talks too much? Because that was uh, me. Yeah. So I was actually a tryhard very early on in my my school career. I was the kid in like first grade who would get all of their stuff done and go to the teacher and complain that I didn't have any more work to do. Yeah, I was... <laughs> That's first of all, shocking to me that that was you. Yeah. Um, I was a kid in like third grade. I asked the teacher if I could stay in from recess and have extra time to check my work on my test. <laughs> but then I got the highest grade in the class on the test. So I didn't care. Yeah. Also, I don't know if I've told this story, but I feel like it sums up a lot about who I am. Um, when the teacher was not in the room, this guy called one of my friends fat which is a shitty thing for a third grader to say yeah um, and i picked up a Anyone. stool and i threw it at him and then mm. when the teacher came back it like hit his leg like not a big deal the teacher came back and he told on me and she said josh don't tell lies kelsey would never do that <laughs> i feel like that story really paints a good picture of who i was then and who i am now yeah yeah Gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I'm a I, I know I respect that, and okay. also that's a good brand to have. <laughs> Unless you threw it at me, because everyone knows that I am incapable of telling lies. Well, he wasn't lying, so <laughs> that's the fun part. <laughs> Plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so yes, no voice lady. She has no voice because I think they said she lost her voice box when she had like throat cancer. So for five years, she's like a blogger about fighting cancer and 
She has like a little post-it system of like, yes, no, love you, bye, okay, whatever, whatever. Now, I will say, I feel like nowadays it would be a quick like little type, type, type on your phone and it would just say it for you at the other person. But it would still be annoying to not just be able to like, especially like in an argument. That's when she just has to resort resort to just violence, right? Like they, they (laughs) she has to physically abuse him at that point, right? I have to imagine you and I both would be much nicer if this was us, because we oftentimes say things very quickly without necessarily thinking about the ramifications of what we are saying. (sighs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. I if there was like a force, though the universe was saying, you have to physically type this out or write it down. Write down this horrendously cruel thing you're about to say. Then, like halfway through, you're like, "Oh God, now it's permanent. I'm gonna just take that yeah. and erase it." Yeah, and like you can't, you can't just type it up, and then you have to stand. You have to stand there and watch them read it. <laughs> like you type it up, and then you go, "Yeah, yeah." what about it (laughs) and then once you've confirmed that they read it then you walk away (laughs) they're just like sobbing because you've crushed their soul (laughs) oh we're good people uh okay so yeah it's a bummer uh but mark is like i'm gonna build her her voice box from other parts of her body like part of her arm and i don't even know what it looks in the on the computer screen it looked like a chunk of steak Yes. Technology <laughs> was bad back then, but it, there's no way it was that bad that he's, he said, I'm going to use this and a porterhouse. Like what? <laughs> like you're in my space. Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah. That was, I was trying to jot down. I was like, Oh yeah. Something about her arm. And then they're showing that I was like, that is not from her arm. <laughs> It's from a cow's arm, maybe. It's from the deli aisle at Costco. (laughs) That is just a hunk of Capicola, sir. Oh, my God. Okay. So Bailey's super excited about this surgery. And I think it's important to remember at the end of last episode when she has that conversation with Callie about, um, you know, wanting a new challenge. and, And she's kind of at a point where she's not, like, learning as much. She's just doing the same thing over and over. And she can do these surgeries with her eyes closed and everything. So I think this storyline piggybacking off of that is is like a good journey for her because she's genuinely like so excited and she's like can't believe she gets to see something like new and it's never been done before and it's like a cutting edge surgery. And Mark is like really in his head about the whole Lexi thing. So for him, he's not seeing it where she's coming from. And he eventually snaps because he doesn't understand that she's just enjoying it. I um, also I actually, didn't for the record. Okay. I forgot. I, I forgot about that scene last week. Yeah. I really enjoyed that, how that played out in the OR when he snaps at her and he's like, do you want to fucking do the surgery? And she's, and she just is like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm not trying to question you, your work. I just like, you're creating something where there was nothing. This is a miracle. And like, we don't get chances like this every day to see things like this be done. You know, we do the same thing over and over a lot of times and so to see something new and to and to be here witnessing it is is incredible. And and she's like, that's all I meant by that. And he goes, he just goes, 
thank you, Dr. Bailey. And then has her like step in and, and assist, which I think I just love that. And you can like see how excited she is about it. It was she literally nice. becomes a kid on Christmas morning. Yeah, truly. And it what did he even have her do? It was like something with the with graphs. Flaps. Flaps and graphs. <laughs> Hatching flaps to the T bone. I don't know. Yeah. He took um. <laughs> <laughs> fucking steak. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um Yeah, technology has come so far. Yeah. It I so, will tell you yeah. though, I, I never thought that she was brown nosing. But it was like, it was almost off-putting how excited she yeah. was. Even just in the conversation with the guy, he was like, she was like, uh, what, what, did, what happened where he, Mark was like, if you have any questions for me, <laughs> oh, yeah, let me know. Like, oh, you know, it might not work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We Trying to set the expectation. You to get your hopes up or whatever. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. Because it's a new procedure still. Um, and so... Also, the dynamic between the husband and the wife. I feel like I definitely understand where the husband is coming from. I wish the wife, like, I feel for her, but I just think it's so rude. Like, just pay attention to the people who are about to do this for you. Because I'm like, what if that doctor is petty? And then it's like, well, she doesn't care, so I'm not going to do a good job. Yeah. I mean, that's what doctors do. But I'm like, I don't know. I would just be like trying to be so nice if someone was potentially going to give me back the ability to speak. Yeah. When she, when that, you have that first scene where the husband's asking questions Mm -hmm. and she's just typing. Yeah. I, I thought actually she was taking notes. Yeah. That was my initial reaction. And then it never came full circle. And I was like, oh, so she was just being kind of an a-hole. She was Uh, blogging. She was blogging. Kind of being a b-hole. A blog hole. (laughs) Shove this right up your blog hole, Kelsey. All right. <laughs> so, yes, she's doing that. And then he went after the surgery and they're like, great news. It went well. And they're like, OK, try and talk. And I do understand why she would be nervous because there's like a lot of people. And it's like, OK, if this doesn't work, I'm crushed. And yeah. all of these people are also disappointed. Yeah. Um, and the husband like loses his mind, which I, again, also understand because he's like, all of his hopes are like hanging on this working. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's also something to be said about humans in general, what separates us from animals, you know, other than we drive cars is, Um, yeah, um, is the ability to communicate and think at a higher level right? and how we talk and speak. Now that's not to say that animals don't communicate because clearly science shows that there's a lot of communication between animals like velociraptors. But when you you think of velociraptors were like the size of chickens. Oh yeah. They're smaller than turkeys. Yeah. This is, this is rookie knowledge. Come on. You're talking to a kid whose first word was like archaeopteryx or something. Okay. I don't believe you, but Jurassic Park lied to all of us. Anyways, go ahead. Actually, they were more in line with the size of a Utah raptor. We have a book about this. There's also, uh, yes, I'll show you when you're here. Um, I would like like to read that to Marlo, please. A Draco something raptor. And they literally, the person who found it named it after Draco Malfoy. Nice. That's awesome. 
I hope okay, Draco anyways. took a picture of it. Um, okay. People so communicate. That's people communicate. So I, I get where the husband's coming from and I get the, fee- the, the, the scary part with the wife. The thing that I was really nervous about in that scene is that it was going to come out that she was just like scared because her identity has become this, this voiceless blogger. Right. Yeah. But it, it, it's cute that it turns out and they have that moment at the end where she just goes, hi. I know. And they're both like to cry. Yeah. Yeah. Because clearly she wants to talk. And that to me, again, it's, you know, humans are just such communicative, high level emotional beings. But it was one of those things where I got nervous for a second that she just didn't, she was more worried about her identity than her husband in that moment. Yeah. So I I had a little bit of a, 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 scare with my notes yeah um so i like you know everyone leaves and lexi comes in and she's like it's just me why don't you just try i'm i'm not even i don't even count as a person um so she does just an intern i don't even exist um so she does and you know she says hi and it's a victory and then you know that lexi gets to go tell mark that it worked yeah she does Yay, here are my boobies. Um, so, Which, like, she yeah. didn't even go fully down to a bra. She went to, like, a cami. And then she took the cami off and said, that's when she says, am I really so bad? Wow, you really missed that. She fully took her clothes off. She was in a bra. I need to go back and watch that scene. <laughs> I don't remember that. I feel like I remember I was typing up my notes. I think I was going, he made a promise. (laughs) (laughs) Also, Scarlett started doing this thing where if I go promise, she like, she thinks she's, I guess, doing a pinky promise, but she'll just hold out her index finger and she's like, I promise. And then she just wants me to go like this, (laughs) like touch my index finger to her index finger. She's like promise. And then she, she doesn't know what a promise is. But she's cute Because I'm, al- I'm always like You promise you're gonna go to sleep She's like promise And then four minutes later She's like in my room I'm like this is not This could not be further from a sleep Yeah Get out this, of here We either need to visit What the word sleep means Or We need to establish That a promise is a promise We're gonna watch the promise episode Of Bluey Again mm, I haven't seen that one Is there oh a God, new season? It comes out July 12th, and then you'll be here. We can watch new episodes together. Oh, man. That's, ah! we, I, I genuinely want to wait till the kids are asleep to watch those episodes. Is that weird? Yes. Oh. No, we we watched those. Like, when they watched, when they put the most recent new ones on there, we watched, like, three with Scarlett. And then after she went to sleep, we were like, rest of the episodes? You want to just So it's not weird. Room? You just said it was weird. No, I was agreeing, like, we need to, oh, to okay. wait I, until they're asleep to do it. Okay, perfect. Because Marlo, Marlo just likes the intro. She just dances to the music, and then she's like, put Minnie back on, Dad. Minnie. I want to watch Minnie. She's <laughs> obsessed with the, the Minnie, Minnie's bow tunes. She loves Minnie, Minnie's bow tunes. Minnie's boutique? Yeah. So. Uh, okay. Anyways. Unhinged. I apologize. I don't. This is good. Co- this is good we have quality like clear, content. There's, we haven't talked about this episode at all because we normally have two hour episodes. And for all the shit we've talked about that's not Grey's, we're only an hour and 20 minutes into this. We, I, so honestly, I don't think this episode had a lot of content because we're all we need to do is talk about Denny. And Alex and Izzy. And Alex and Izzy. Yeah. That like that's it. Yeah. Also, apparently Sadie has a well-known father that came out yeah. of nowhere. Like, what the fuck yeah. was that? Weber. That's how, yeah, I wanted to, I did, I'm glad you brought that up because I wanted to touch on that. She like goes and she's like, 
I'm sorry. Like, it was my fault. Don't punish anybody else. And he's like, the only reason you're here is because of who your dad is. And he's the only reason you got to stay. So shut up and just figure out how to fix it. That's it. Who do you think it is? Draco Malfoy. Me too. <laughs> I don't know. How the fuck would I know? Colin Marlowe? Like, I'm, I don't know who else was in this show. Like, if it's someone that we're supposed to know already, I have no idea. Yeah. But it, I, I, would, I would like for it to be Christopher Walken as an actor. <laughs> okay. My daughter, <laughs> you did your surgery that wasn't terrible <laughs> i you have to like warm up to it i gotta like listen to him talk a little bit uh okay so let's talk about so are we done with voice lady, no, voice lady. um bailey yeah yeah kathleen 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 yeah it was bailey and lexi and mark anything we need to add on that the three of them no i just want to one more time say i really did like that scene in the in the or it's yeah, yeah, I did too. Part of she was in my space. So <laughs> she was what? What Bailey? She's just cappuccino girl. Uh, she she means nothing to me, Bailey. <laughs> I uh, go get my steak for the surgery. Fuck. That's. I'm just so glad that I'm not the only one who watched that and was like. Gosh, guys, where is the budget going to inspire you to go back and look at this episode and be like, wow, that really does look like a steak. When this drops, I need that. Just that needs to be like just a reel on our story or something. Yeah, Yeah, I'm probably going to have to put it up. (sighs) Anyways, no, it's just I think talking about Mark's character growth just in general, I don't think that he. I think that old Mark just kicks her right out of the O.R., doesn't ask Bailey? questions. Bailey. Yeah. 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 And I don't think maybe not because she's not an intern and she's, she's not like a real resident. She's Bailey. And I think he ultimately has respect for her because Derek has respect for her. But I, I also, he's, he was like old Mark was just kind of like, I, like whatever happens, I'm right. And he, well, in that yeah. moment definitely took that time to be like, okay, I was being a little bit shitty. Let's do this together. In the first couple of episodes we see Mark, um, he is mean to Bailey. And I remember being like, why do I like him? Um, because I was, like, what did that he do? Out. I don't remember. He was, I don't really remember. He was just like, this is my patient. Like, I don't need you here. Some, some shit like that. Okay. It's just like two episodes. Um, but you know, even when he's still like womanizing and being, you know, I'm right, I'm right. He still knows like when Bailey gives the speech to all the nurses, he's like, this is the most respected doctor in this hospital. So he still knows like what, Bailey is there's a hierarchy that he still recognizes yeah yeah. so I do think that even like if like even if you go old mark not as long as it's not like episode one mark um then I think even like three or four episodes in even when he's being like a womanizer and an asshole and like just a narcissist I think he would still recognize like okay yes Bailey but yeah I don't think he would be as forgiving and like the fact that he like lets her be a part of the surgery i also love and i just that's you know that's not a dynamic we see a whole lot you know the last time we saw it was that iconic speech where she was like this man is a whore yeah <laughs> get over it yeah we knew what we're getting into so you guys made yeah, the choice deal you. with it yeah um okay so yeah i love that um okay so should we talk about 
Alex, and Denny and Izzy. Yeah, I fucking guess. <laughs> like, uh, okay. So. I went back. I, I'm glad you posted that reel because I I'm still so confused. Yeah. And Denny, what, what's the the guy's act? What's the, the actor's name? Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So, hilarious. So Did this guy funny. win an award for his time in Grey's at all? No. The bullshit. Rigged. So fake funny. news. So when he, fucking funny. When, when the, he the shut up scene. Yes, the shut up <laughs> scene. And, and he's just mm, <laughs> he like uh he's like the the monkey from Kids Next Door. And or what is what is it? They, they, where the monkey just points and you just go, oh, it's uh, a family guy. The monkey that just goes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh and then when uh, Alex kisses her and says, uh, I love you. He goes, I'm starting to really not like that guy. <laughs> like, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to go over that whole scene later. Um, because yeah. I have like that whole thing right now, but so yeah. Good. So when Alex first comes up and just kisses Izzy, I don't know where he goes. Ah, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just keeps yelling every time. He's like, Hey, um, very funny. Uh, yeah, yeah we're definitely like, I, I thought about this episode specifically a couple episodes back when you said, I wonder how hard it was for them not to break when he, he's just in this room filming. It's so um, funny. This now that he's like, like on top of them, I cannot imagine filming. I just, I just think it would have been so funny being there. What was the scene where podcast burp? I think like he's standing right next to George at some point. Oh, it's when he goes, uh, I got to go. I can't handle the clinic right now. And then he goes, it's the sex. It's the hot, hot sex. And he's just she standing. There. The hot, hot sex. <laughs> yeah. yeah so funny. that would have, I would have, if I was George, I would have lost it on that scene. The actor um, who plays George. Yeah. So, okay. On that note, George is the only one picking up that something's going on with Izzy. And nobody fucking no. cares. He, he's trying to talk to Alex. He's trying to talk to Meredith. He's like, she won't talk to me. Somebody please fucking help me help this woman. And Alex is like, don't ever talk to me about Izzy again. For all of Alex's growth, whatever, he's like, won't let go of the George thing. Yeah, it makes no sense. Also, so this was, um, this was uh, what I wrote here. George takes the time to tell Alex that something is wrong, and he verbatim says, quote, I'm a giant douchebag. Don't talk to me about Izzy, end quote. <laughs> That's what I wrote here. That is what he says. You're not wrong. He's a dickhead, and yeah. I don't get it. And it sucks because, like, other than that, he's – I love Alex in this episode. Other than yeah. the interaction with George, I love Alex in this episode. I didn't love his beginning half of the conversation with Christina, but it's fine. It ended okay. I mean, I thought it was on brand for the two of them specifically because they call yeah. each other out all the time on being like, whatever, spawn of Satan. That's fair. Everything. That's fair. They do um, have an interesting friendship, don't they? It's true. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Just shout out George for like paying attention to your friend. Um, well, then he Meredith goes to Meredith. Up yeah, Christina's go ahead. ass to care because he's like, something's wrong with Izzy. Like, I don't know. And Meredith goes, there's something wrong with all of us, George. Well, yeah, you're selfish. That's what's wrong with you. God yeah. damn. Open your eyes. He's like, this is a real problem that he's trying to talk to you about. Izzy hasn't been to the clinic. She doesn't. Um, she forgot to open it. She forgot to staff it. Like, she's not paying attention. Also, the whole scene where she goes to Christina. 
her scene with Christina, like quote unquote, pitching herself for the solo surgery is just her talking about really good sex. Mind blowing sex. So good. You want to lay down and die. So Christina's just like, okay, I guess Alex is good at sex. Right. And it's not even him. Yeah. It's not even, it's not even a person. It's. What is it, Carmen? She's just doing it to herself. He's not real. She is just finger blasting herself. She's Um, really good at masturbating. At some point, Sadie says he's dating that girl who masturbates all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, silliness. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. And I she's really like don't. in the on-call room having sex with him, blowing off pages from George. Yeah. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, you don't know, man. <laughs> the clinic can wait. But dead fian- fiancés who come back from the dead can't wait. I don't know what she said. It was. Oh, yeah. What did she? I wrote that down. Uh, uh, there will always be surgeries. There won't always be fiancés that come back from the dead. Yeah. It's the sex, the hot, hot sex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just I don't understand. I think I'm I think I'm at the point of giving up. <laughs> I think I'm ready to quit the podcast because of this storyline oh. specifically. <laughs> Peace out, guys. Yeah. Um Yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Um there's just not much I can say really that's not I guess all I can say is it'll all come out when it all comes out. I guess so. That's it. Yep. Uh, are there anything? Is there anything else we need to talk about with this storyline? Alex is a dickhead. George is like actually onto something, and no one cares. Denny's hilarious. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, give that man a Tony, or <laughs> give that man an EGOT. Give it. Give him all of it right now. Give um, him an EGOT. Well, let's talk about. Alex winning the solo. Christina picking Alex. I want to talk about this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Before we get into the scene where he tells Izzy, the backstory on why, personally, as someone who's, like, hyper-focused and obsessed with this show and, like, loves it a lot, the backstory on Alex being the person who gets the solo surgery, obviously it should have been Christina. If it's not Christina, if you look at all of them, like, they've all done fucked up shit. Like Izzy cut the Alved wire. George failed his intern exam. Alex failed his boards, which we don't really ever talk because that was like first season, right? He failed his boards, his oral boards um, or second season. Cause it was when he was sleeping with Olivia. Um, Where's and- Olivia at for all of this? <laughs> she could have been the one to tell George. She hasn't been in the clinic all week. Surprise. She yeah. even showed up. That could yeah. have been Olivia. <laughs> um, and then Meredith, you know, she just lives in her own world, does whatever she wants also in a, in a lot of ways, sleeps with Derek, lies about it, whatever. Um, so they all have, other than Christina, it's all like a toss-up, right? Who could it be? So yet Alex failed his boards. Alex froze when it was hard in the elevator. You know, it's like there are all these things Alex questioned himself a lot but he never let anyone see that um because he's like i have to have this you know like everything's fine like i'm a cool tough guy exterior which yeah that's an annoying personality trait in a lot of ways 
Um, but seeing the side of him, like when he goes to Izzy, cause he's like, whatever, when Meredith says congratulations and then he runs to Izzy and it is the most like genuine scene we've ever seen from Alex in my opinion. Yeah. And, and I we don't know to it. this point, a ton of backstory about Alex. We right. know bits and pieces again. Like you said, it's the crumbs, right? Yeah. Who? Megan crumbs. Hello. No, she's not. <coughs> she's not invited. Um, so yeah, what did uh, you think about that? What the scene? What? The scene with Izzy. I, it was cute for sure. When he goes, yeah. I love you. I friggin' love you. Blah 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 yeah. blah. And he was like, I I feel like you have the same thoughts. And that's why you're pulling back. Yeah. And we don't really get any closure on that specific part. Cause she doesn't say it back. Right. She doesn't say, I love you back to him. No, she shows up for the surgery and Alex was obviously freaking out. He's like, I, I need you here because Izzy's not going to show up. I told her I loved her before my solo surgery. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then she shows up, which is great. And then, yeah. then he's just in the viewing room watching her with the ghost section. And yeah. I don't know. It's cute. I like it. He he clearly wants to be with her. He wants to give this a second. He wants to give. He's all in, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, we've never seen even even to Ava. He didn't say I love you. I don't think, right? I don't think so. So Here's, it's a, I have it. I want to read it because it's like a good scene. He's like, oh, I won. Um, she picked me for the solo surgery. And Izzy says, she did. That's amazing. Alex says, I love you. Izzy goes, what? I love you. I freaking love you. I just got the solo surgery. And the first thing I did was look for you and you weren't there. You're never there anymore. And I've been thinking about it. And I think it might be because you love me too. And you're scared of that. And because I screwed up last time and Denny died. And then she starts to interrupt. And he says, just listen, you had that heart patient and it reminded you of Denny and how bad you felt when you were laying on that bathroom floor. I get that. I get that you're scared but you're not going to have to feel like that again. Cause I'm not going to die is, and I'm not going to cheat on you and I'm not going to go anywhere. Cause I think you're my best shot. I think with you, you make me better. You make me want to be better. You make me want to be good. And I think I can with you. I think I can. So I'm not going anywhere and you can stop hiding. If you want to be scared, that's okay. Be scared with me. Be scared while you scrub in with me for my first solo surgery. Okay. And she goes, you love me. And he goes, shut up. And they kiss. And then he leaves <laughs> And he goes, solo surgery. Woo. Woo. <laughs> and that's when Denny goes, I'm really starting to not like that guy. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will say it's the, like so cute. It's so cute. It's a great speech. I love it. The thing that I was a little bit like, mm, you can't promise this when he says, I'm not yes. going to die. Yeah. Like, uh, if you, even if you two end up together, you're going to break that promise. So. Yeah, but it was very like, cute. It's all I love around how very he's cute. like just trying to be like, I'm, I, I fucked it up so many times with you before, but like, I'm not going to do that this time. Like, this is it. Like the, I like you are it for me. And I think that's so cute. Yeah. It's very really out of get character for him. What we've seen from him. Yeah. And I like that it also, he says you're, you're my shot. Like, I yeah. think he wants to live a normal life and, uh, while you shouldn't depend on other people to 
heal you emotionally, right? You should go to therapy or and talk to a psychiatrist, right? Mm-hmm. He he sees Izzy, I think, at his chance to heal from all of the trauma that he's gone through as a kid, which right. is very cute because clearly, but they both had rough upbringings in different ways, right. and they're good together. I said this from episode one that they were going to end up together. Um, but it, it reminds me of when Meredith is dying and he tells Addison, uh, Meredith made me think that like messed up people had a chance or something yeah. along those lines. It kind of feels similar to that where he's like, you make me feel like I can be good. Like I can yeah. have it. I can have happiness. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really love this scene and I love, yeah, I like the the scene where he pages Meredith and he's like, I'm freaking out. Like you have to scrub in with me because I went and told Izzy that I loved her and I wanted her to scrub in and she's not here and I have to do this fucking surgery by myself and I'm going to lose it. And she's like, no, you can't go in there and fail because then I'll know I should have gotten it. Like you have to go in there and kick ass. You don't have a choice. And then the chief comes in and he's like, you ready? And Izzy comes in and he's like, yeah, he's ready. So. They scrub in together. And then we don't we don't know what happens. The guy yeah. could have the guy could have maybe he cut off the wrong His leg. leg. Was we a don't bomb. know. Oh yeah, this is this is how Catherine Heigl leaves the show. Mm-hmm. She goes to take a bite out of the leg and it's a bomb. And then she <laughs> her head explodes. Why was she taking a bite? Well, she was very hungry after all of the sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Um oh, I think and I just are... like the moment. Sorry, I just wanted to say I like the moment in the gallery when the other residents are like, oh, 50 bucks as he chokes or whatever. And Meredith says, that's one of us down there. It reminds me of like the first episode when, when George had the appy and it was a very similar conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that was like the main stuff. The other thing I wanted to if we I don't know if we need to get into like the Cali and like Sadie giving each other eyeballs. I they're going to have sex. Okay. Yeah, predicting that <laughs> next episode they're gonna have segs, <laughs> and then um, the Meredith and Christina fight. That Meredith is like kind of they just kind of mention. Derek says that they're fighting, and Meredith's like, "We aren't fighting. We fought." And then she goes to him, and she's like, "We are fighting. You are right." Um, and so then she tries to talk to Christina, and Christina explodes. She's like, "No, fuck you. You made this personal. This is bullshit. This was mine." Um, yeah. Did you have anything to speak on on that? I I just like that this wasn't like a one episode and it was done thing. I like that they yeah. they're it's a little bit more prolonged. Now, I will say if they drag this shit out as long as the Ava Rebecca storyline, I'm going to be pissed. That shit just lasted way too damn long. Too long. Okay, how long is too long for this fight? 3 episodes. If it goes into like a three third, more episodes? No, next episode. If it's not resolved by next episode, I'm I'm done with this show. <laughs> no, I think okay, I would give it two, two more episodes, four total. Have you uh, ever they, had like a fight, like a fight with a best friend? Yeah. It's I think it's I don't know. I've no, I've gotten for different relationships. I think I've gotten into it with Steve before. Well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> Me too. Oh right. <laughs> uh, you know, um, 
but even like, I don't know. I, I mean, like I've never, I've never gotten into a fight with you. I've never gotten into no, a fight because with we just we just get annoyed with each other and then we get over it like five minutes later. Right. <laughs> Again, I it feels very sibling to me, me and you. Yeah. Uh, I've I've got see for me, I don't really fight with the people like it, it, unless it's Jessica. I really don't fight. Yeah. I just say, well, then you're not a part of my life anymore. Like, and, you know, Jesus, <laughs> that's your Scorpio talking. <laughs> you know, like uh, if when my when my sisters are going through phases where they think that they're like just better than me for whatever reason, I'm like, OK, then fine. You never get to see Marlo again or me or Jessica. It's fine. I don't give a fuck. You know, like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't I don't fight them on it, you know. Yeah. Um, but I've I've gotten into it with Steve. Steve and I got into one big fight one time. Oh, stupidest fucking fight of all time. <laughs> We were talking about bike trails and walking the dog and and proper etiquette for when you're on the bike trail and if you're walking the dog. And I always walk Grievous on the left side. But it was something about how bikers always go to the or I walk Grievous on the left side and the bikers are supposed to always go around to the left. And I'm like, okay, well, if there's a dog there, just go to the right. And he's like, no, it's etiquette for the bikers to go on the left. And I'm like, well, I walk my dog on the left. I'm sure that if a biker saw that, they would just go to a different side. And he said, absolutely not. Under no circumstance would I ever do that. I would crash into the dog. And I'm like, but that, <laughs> like, <laughs> we were both, the thing. we were both not budging from our opinions is the problem. <laughs> Shocker. I don't. Okay, I'm pix- I don't know what, what path I'm picturing in my head. But in my head, I feel like I would want to walk the dog on the right because I want the dog to be on the outside because I don't trust other people to, like, not do something stupid and, like, come up to my dog and, like, do something stupid, right? And be just annoying because, like, people don't, people don't know people-to-dog etiquette. So just right. personally, I would like want them on the outside where like uh, if people are going to pass me on my left, I want the dog on the other side because I don't want people to talk to my dog other than to be like, hey, your dog is cute. And then ask permission to approach. And then I'll say, yes, my dog is amazing. I don't have a dog. I will one yes. day. Um, yes. But like I that's why I would be I would just be like this this way. I am the barrier from the morons to the dog. See, well, in your scenario, your, the dog is the barrier between the morons and you. Now, but however, I'm not saying I agree with Steve because there's an option of not crashing into the dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not like go right or cra- run over the dog. Like, just go further left, Steve. Like, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I also had said, well, then I would just walk on the other side of the road so that my dog is in the grass. And then he had said something yeah. like, oh, well, that's unacceptable because the uh, bikes are going the opposite direction well, and they the, can't, you the can't do that. Can and I'm like, see you. It was right. It was, it was a stupid argument, but basically <laughs> I, I, I think I resolved it by saying none of this matters, Steve, because I just wouldn't take my dog on that trail. And he goes, you're right. None of this would matter because you don't put your dog on the left side. And I'm like, I, I will keep going. <laughs> And I will, I will start to retaliate with my words, but like, you don't need, <laughs> he's so yeah. fucking dumb. Remember when he came to Marlo's first birthday party and thought that <laughs> my three month old was Marlo. He's so fucking dumb. Uh, wait, no, I thought it was, I thought he went up to Scarlett and said, Did Oh, he? hi Marlo. I thought it was Scarlett. 
Either I don't one. Remember, I don't know what it was. Either that, yeah. a child that's a year and a half older or nine months younger. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Either <laughs> one is not Marlo, who he had seen two weeks prior. Yeah. Oh, gosh. If you're out here, Steve, I love you. You're my best friend. If Steve is listening, I mean, props. Thanks for listening. He's not, I'm he's truly not shocked. Yeah, he's I not know. Listening. I'm, I fucking know. Yeah. The <laughs> worst part about that argument, though, is like Steve's girlfriend, Kristen, was in the room and Steve's she's roommate. Amazing. Bro, oh, yeah. She's, her. yeah, she's great. Uh, but it was Steve's roommate and his girlfriend were in the room and they both were trying to be like, no, like I see both sides. And Steve and I were like, <laughs> there are no sides except my side. Anything else can go fuck itself. I don't care. And we both were. I will s- crash into a duck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Just- one time, um, actually, Karina and I were talking about this this weekend. One of my best friends who I've been friends with since my freshman year of college, which has been like 200 years ago now. Cause I'm so old. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. met freshman year of college and she did not stay at that school. She ended up going home and going to school closer to home. She was just, she didn't like it. Like, and I say this all the time. Schools aren't one size fits all. Like I can love a college and my sister can hate the same college. Um, so she ended up, you know, deciding to go to a different school. And so this was at the end of the year. She was miserable. Like she hated it. She was unhappy. I don't even know what happened, but we were like in a rehearsal because we are both theater majors and we were in a rehearsal for not a show we were doing, but for like a project for a class. And it's like midnight and we're in this rehearsal and we are both just like screaming at each other in front of easily 15 people. Nice. And then we didn't talk for like four months and now we're best friends again. Incredible. (laughs) Who is this? Sometimes you just got to do that. This, this Karina. is Karina. Oh, Karina. Oh, incredible. Yeah. What was the fight yeah. about, though? Um, I don't know. She like she was someone. Someone said something like, are we almost done? And I was like, no, we're like, we have to do this. And she was like, well, we should just leave. And I was like, this is like people's projects. And she was like, I don't care. And, and it ended up we were like screaming at each other. Like, I love that. Screaming in front of a like literal audience of people. That I then had to continue to go to school with for three more years. Right. But like by that point, they're like, well, yeah, no shit. <laughs> it's Kelsey. Well, and it's also if if she stopped going to the school, it's very easy to be like, man, yeah, yeah no, she was terrible, right? Oh, fuck her. And no, obviously it not. It was she's, midnight she's and we were angel. sleepy and we were just like, yeah, it, I don't even know. I truly don't know. It was funny. It's funny now because it was, you know, 602 years ago. Right. Right. And it was after midnight, so... You know, whatever. Yeah, it was really late. Anyways, um, okay. Also wanted to mention uh, the Derek scene where Meredith goes to Derek and she's like, you're right, we're fighting. And he's like, well, you should go talk to her. Um, And then she's like, hey, are you okay? And he's like, they just don't tell you that it's oh, going to yeah, be like this. this that yeah. you're gonna, more people are going to die than you save. And he goes, I'm sick of the death. Like he was just really affected by this death. I don't know if it's because she was young, because you know they like he did everything right. I don't know what it is, and I feel like you see this a lot in medical shows where there's just one death that like really hits one of the doctors, and it's not even anything particularly crazy. That one just like lingers for them. But I just really felt for him in that moment, which you know I'm not I don't do that much with Derek, but I I appreciated his vulnerability where he's like they just don't tell you it's gonna be like this. I'm sick of it. And it's and sad. Have, I mean, I can't imagine that job. 
Well, you have to think too, like there he's also coming off of a stretch where he just was he was Dr. Mangala, right? Like he was just straight up for sport. Killing people for sport, yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, I I want to recognize that that was ghoulish overkill. I was quote there was scrubs. They they had talked ah. about that in an episode. Um, they they referred to Doctor Cox as Doctor Mangala at one point. Mm. Um, so it's just one of those things where you you can't shake that off. And we also haven't watched Derek process any of that they got the win the 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 trial worked which we haven't done anything else since then the trial has succeeded that's it it's the Derek Shepard it's the Shepard method and then that's Mm -hmm. it no one no one else is being saved by via this process but like I get it he probably didn't experience this much death in his and I forgot about this so you brought this up earlier in the episode his private practice that's got yeah. the, that's the cushy stuff. That's the yeah, I, yeah, the dermatology I what a neurosurgery of surgery. Private practices doing like are they just is he just being like, yeah, you have a tumor, I'll take it out. I don't know what the private practice and that looks like. I'm sure it's so. easy sleep studies and charging people way too much money. It's taking out the the easy tumors, you know, routine yeah. stuff. And he's had to do a lot of crazy shit recently. Yeah. Yeah, it's just sad. You know, see, he's just, we haven't really seen him sad like that. Um, and, you know, he can't even go be sad with Mark because Mark's too busy having sex with Lexi. Yeah, breaking promises. If only Derek knew that it, that on top of all the death is his promises were being broken. <laughs> um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that moment. Other than that, and then the whole Sadie and Callie thing, making eyes and Callie. I did have that quote. Um, I made it up because I'm lonely and depressed and desperate for attention. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, okay. We should we should rate this episode. Let's. You go first. I'm gonna give this episode a four. Okay. Yeah. It was. It was good. I think for me the. There's a couple of good storylines. So I like I like the Lexi and Der- uh, Mark storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I wrote down my score yesterday at 1 o'clock in the morning, two, almost 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I think I need to go down a little bit. Because <gasps> the more... No, I think I need to go... I think I got to go down to like a 3.9. Oh. Yeah, I think a 3.9. Just, just a little bit. Because I, like the more and more I talk about the Dixon representation i don't love it i hated that um and then the 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 episode was good it but it wasn't shocking you know nothing like that but there was some good scenes the denny the denny thing kind of carried the show for me this episode yeah yeah so three three point three point nine nine i think it's just under a four (laughs) see for me i think it's like a 4.1 fellow point one because i think i really like we're just seeing a lot of the characters in this one. Like, yeah, there's yeah. also the patients and that's fine. Yeah. There's not really anything shocking. Like it sucks that Holly dies. Um, but there's not like any medical craziness other than that part where they put the stake in the lady's throat. But yeah. Um, yeah. It's, I love the, I mean, obviously for me, what takes it down for sure is the Dixon of it all. Um, again, not that that's a character like with on the spectrum, a neurodivergent character. It's the representation and in what I think is not the best way. And especially yeah. aging has aged very poorly. Um, so that's what I don't love about that. And then also just knowing that it wasn't 
a care an actor on the spectrum and you know i don't know um i love i i mean i like the moment of vulnerability with derek it's very fleeting but i think it's like it matters because we it's don't powerful. see that from him yeah um other than like he was really upset obviously at, at the end of the trial before they saved the last girl he's very upset um so that's kind of the other time we've seen something like that and then the whole alex telling izzy he loves her i just really find that to be very genuine and sweet and i love that from him um and i love seeing callie and mark together in their friendship um very glad that mark and lexi had sex just because i've been waiting for you to see them do that um loved bailey's excitement over the over the new surgery yeah i mean i hate i hate that Christina doesn't get the solo surgery. I'm on, obviously I'm on Christina's side. It's a bummer. It's not, a real bummer. She's not the only one that should be punished. I've made that clear. I made that clear last week that I don't understand why they think she should have told when she thought she took care of it, whatever. Um, but I like how it played out and how it played into the fight with Meredith. So, I am going to make one prediction. I only, I think I only have one true prediction in this episode. Actually, I have two. Number okay. one. Christina gets the next solo surgery, regardless of the ban. Okay. She's going to get the next solo surgery. It's going to be a redemption. And Mark and Lex, you're going to have sex again next episode. Okay, so... um. You said Callie and Sadie are going to have sex. Yep. Next episode. Mark and Lexi are going to continue to have sex. Yep. Um, also, Derek Derek is going to find out, not next episode, he's going to find out in two episodes. Derek's going to find okay. out. Um, Izzy and Alex. I know you I refuse. I have, I have nothing for that storyline. I have not for Izzy, Alex, Denny, I have nothing right now. I, I'm so lost. I have nothing. Okay, what about Christina and Meredith's fight? It will resolve within the next two episodes. Two episodes from now. Okay, um, Christina and Owen. Oh, they're going to keep kissing. Keep on okay. kissing. They're, they may even hold hands at one point. <laughs> they're going to lick each other on that vent. Mm, anything can happen um, on the vent. Callie and Sadie, do, 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 Alex and Izzy, Christina, Owen, Christina and Meredith. Derek, you said Derek will find out in two episodes. Mm-hmm. Derek's going to oh. find out before Meredith. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, I think that's it. Yeah, so do you think anything with Mark and Callie anymore? I mean, yeah, they'll they'll have sex eventually again, but it'll be platonic sex and um, it'll be great. Yeah. Orgasms all around. I wanted to say, I think I had said um, a few episodes ago that I was like, oh, they're not friends with benefits. And I, I want to say the reason that I feel that way is because in every, not every, in every piece of media that I can think of where they portray friends with benefits, someone secretly has feelings. It's not just friends with benefits. So that's why in my head I was like, well, they're not friends with benefits. But I didn't want to say at that time because that's when you were like, Mark for sure has feelings for her. So now that you're kind of past that hump, I think that's why I was like, they're not friends with benefits. But I think this is just 
a true representation of being just friends with benefits. And I like it. Yeah. So just wanted to mention that. Um, I think that's it. Do you have anything else important you feel like you need to say? This is not an ad, but do go try the Grimace milkshake. Um, this is not an ad. Please don't do that. Unless you want to, you can do whatever you want. Also, uh, sorry, this episode was so unhinged. I don't know what was wrong with us. We're not high, I promise. But can you imagine if we were? Jesus Christ. I have never been high. So Same. Um, okay, well. Should we do I edibles? And then do Carmen an episode? Carmen is going to be at my house three weeks from today when we're recording, which means two weeks from when this comes out. So who knows what can happen? Anything can happen. Although Anything. he's coming for my baby's first birthday party, so... Probably not anything super crazy. Hopefully we'll be taking a field trip to a hospital. Fingers crossed. To take crossed. some pictures. And just learn. Yes. Get get an education. I want to put on a lab coat and say, doctor? 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 Do you concur, um, doctor? I concur, doctor. Doctor? Um, okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. Please continue to share us with your friends and your family on your social medias. Just seeing so many new friends. I love chit chatting with everybody on Instagram. Um, please keep emailing me. If you want to talk to me, you can find our Patreon in our bio and in the episode notes. And, um, did, uh, did Janisha ever reach out to you? No, I don't know if she's gotten to this part yet because she's binging. I I was messaging also, we her just on released Instagram that today. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I was so I was I messaging her on Instagram. But I I confirmed. Yeah, it's it's Janisha. Oh, okay, Janisha, yeah, yeah. shout out. Sorry. Shout out. Sorry, I said it six different ways. Um, she's super dope. We had and she's yeah. a fellow Scorpio. Of course. I yeah. Love it. I collect them. Um. So yeah. Um, if you see Carmen walking down the street, no spoilers, do not do it. Don't think about it. We're, we're just, we're on the precipice of something beautiful here. And Kelsey to her credit even has gone through and was like, Hey, don't go past this point in private practice when you start to watch it. So yeah, the we are, this part is really stressing me out guys. <laughs> yeah. So we're like at a point now where it's, it's really trying to figure it out one at a time. So uh, with that being said, no spoilies as always, and we will see you all in the next one.